Welcome to This is Arabella, hosted by Reverend Arabella Marie. If you're ready to think, ponder, grow, laugh, and have some real and raw spiritual truths discussed, then I hope you stick around. Hey, y'all. It's Arabella. We are here for episode number two. I would like to say thank you, thank you, thank you for the love that I have received from some very special people who listened to episode one. And um, gosh, you know who you are. I thank you, thank you, thank you for your support while I am in the midst of transformation for holding my hand. Um, whether you're new to my life or have been around for a while, I love you and I appreciate you all. So thank you for the feedback and the support. So we are into August now. I am recording this on the evening of August 1st and we are just in the depths of Leo season. I happen to be a lioness, so I am on fire right now, y'all. Life is good. Life is beautiful. Um, it's kind of funny when people ask you how you are and, um, you know, not the kind of people that, that don't really want to know, but the people that really want to know. And when I can say, God, life is beautiful. Life is fantastic. Um, and there's always little parts in life that, um, may not be exactly fine-tuned to the way that we want it yet, but that does not mean that life is not beautiful. Um, You know, we tend to get stuck on the little bits that are not the way we want them yet instead of being in that deep state of gratitude for what is. Because a lot of times we have a whole bunch of blessings, but we're focused on what we don't have. So I hope that you are focusing on the good stuff. So in the month of August, I picked a theme. And it is God is, I am. And I actually should should change that. I didn't pick the theme. The universe picked the theme. I am just the messenger. I am the channel. Um, and I'm currently taking a class. And the basis of the class, like the main concept was to really delve into what God is and everything that God is, I am. So I wanted to take a little bit further this month. So I'll be recording videos on my YouTube channel at www.thisisarabella.tv. And I usually do card readings there. So we'll be asking similar questions there. Also on medium.com, this is Arabella, where I write and publish articles. Um, So I hope that if this intrigues you in the least, that you join me in going deep within yourself to ask yourself some difficult questions this month, because that's where transformation comes from. 
It does not come from outside of yourself. You know, if you happen to be listening to this podcast, for one, I thank you. I am sending you love. I'm wrapping love around this podcast for anyone which hears it. But all I can do is share my story. I can share what I've learned to be true for me. I can share the divine knowledge which the universe channels through me. However, it's up to you to be responsible for your transformation. So if you're up for it, I hope you stick around. Um, I actually have some notes. Like uh, I'm kind of like looking around like, who the fuck is this chick, man? She's actually got notes. She's organized. She's on the ball. She's empowered and inspired. And I have a really clear intention that I have shifted into. Um, my intention is to give to you my knowledge in that it helps you feel better about where you're at. It makes you um, realize that you're not alone. That we're all works in progress even though we're already perfect, total, and complete. So, here's the main concept for the month. God is I am. So my spiritual belief is that God is everything and everything is God. So if I truly believe that in my heart and soul, then that means that I too am God. That means that you are God. We are the physical embodiment of God walking and talking and expressing ourselves in form. You got that? I want you to think about it. You might want to even say it to yourself. I am the walking, talking embodiment of God in form. When I say God, that's the word that resonates with me. God is not an old man in the sky. I'm coming from that esoteric knowingness which resonates with my soul in that the word God is just a human word for the enormous, infinite presence of the entire universe. And it is a knowingness and a feeling. It's not a person. Well, I'm a person. You're a person. So that's when I say God, I mean the all the infinite, the alpha and omega, and all that. So, that is my belief that God is everything and everything is God. So that means I'm God and you're God. And if you want to get technical, I'm goddess because I've got tits, (laughs) at least in this lifetime. So if I am actually God, then how come I don't have everything that I want in my life. And that is a question 
which I would like you to ask yourself. Why don't you have everything that you want if you're actually God? And that topic right there could go on for about like a thousand freaking years talking about it because it will be different and unique to each person. For me, what I believe to be true is that we do not have everything we ask for immediately because of the limitations and belief systems which we haven't broken yet. And when you break your belief systems, that equates to the freedom that almost everyone is seeking. I don't know if I've actually met a person that wasn't seeking freedom in some way in their life. However, the limitations, conditions, belief systems imprison us. So technically speaking, <laughs> we are spiritual beings having a human experience. As a human, all of those conditions, limitations, beliefs get poured on top of us. And then we imprison ourselves. So if you do not feel free, that's because you've imprisoned yourself. Nothing is ever in concrete. Here's a good example for you. I was attending an event not too long ago and I was sitting in the front row and there some, was some people there that made me uncomfortable. And in the past, I would have stayed sitting there near these people and then watching these people as they spoke in front of me and stayed because I would have been worried about what is everyone going to think if I get up and leave. So here's the title of this episode. I'm not quite sure if the verbiage is going to be exactly this, but it's kind of, I don't be giving a fuck. Because when you stop giving a fuck about what other people think, you stop all kinds of stress in your life. So I realized as I was sitting there, hey, I'm uncomfortable and I don't be giving a fuck if anyone questions me for getting up and leaving. It's none of their fucking business, which is the truth. It's never anybody's business what you do. So I got up and left. I went out and sat um, out in the entryway of the building and I just sat there. And it was huge for me to do that because I took control of my life in that moment. And even though it seems like a really simple thing to some people, it's not because how many times 
do we find ourselves sitting there and not wanting to be there or with a person we don't want to be with or in a situation we do not want to be in but we're so concerned about how they're going to feel how they're going to react about their hurt and we put our needs below them when in truth if we are God God should be number one and we are God so why are you not putting yourself number one it's as though you're putting it's it's almost like we insult ourselves and that means we're insulting God because if God and you are one then every time that you don't do something which is right for you because you're concerned about someone else you're not putting your needs first and I can hear y'all I can hear it in the conscious collective which I'm very in tune with the human collective it's like well what if they don't like me what if I lose my job? What if they break up with me? What if, what if, what if, what if, what if, what if? Anyone relate? I'm sure you do. I talk to people all the time. And all of that is keeping yourself tied to anchors in your life. Keeping yourself in the cage. When all along, you're in a cage with the door wide open. You're the one keeping yourself in the cage. Because you're so fucking worried about showing up in a way that is not what your ego has deemed good. Let me remind you, though, you're God. God is good. God is love. God is kind. God is caring. Those are God qualities. You are all those things. God is abundant. That means you are abundant. God is love. That means you are love. You have the whole fucking universe inside of you. And you're acting small. Because you'd be given a fuck about how everyone else is going to receive you if you are true to yourself. And freedom lies in you being true to yourself. To thine own self be true. Thank you, Mom. (laughs) She's the one that planted that seed in me early on. To thine own self be true. And as you do so, you're worshiping God, babe. And with God, and you fully connected to your God self, then all things are possible. I'll be back in just a moment. A word from our sponsor. And we're back. 
All right, so not giving a fuck is actually very godlike. I'm sure people won't even listen to this because they'll be immediately offended. But in actuality, spiritual awakening is not about being like a nun. It is not about being all nice and sweet all the time. It is about being authentically yourself, unveiled. Have you listened to Jim Carrey lately? Or uh, seen anything that he has done in interviews or written or drawn or whatever? People actually thought he was crazy when he started um, showing his true self to the world. When in actuality, um, I just think it's fantastic because... It's the ego that holds on to worrying about what other people think. It's the ego that holds on to um, having to look a certain way, dress a certain way, have your hair a certain way. Uh, ego is very attached to having being in a relationship and having the happy home so it looks good. A lot of times we're actually manifesting those relationships and family because we did not have it as a child. And so we actually let it comfort ourselves. And social media has just really fucked us up um, in the healing process because it's so easy to show up in a way that looks perfect and pretty and, and um, as a quote unquote happy family. Now, I do know some couples and families that are actually pretty happy together. However, it is a rarity. It is the, um, it, um, it's not the majority (laughs) because a lot of people haven't done their work. A lot of, a lot of people have not woken up, shall we say. They're not authentic. They're playing roles. They're playing games. So not giving a fuck is this freedom where you live the life that resonates with you. So, you know, a lot of you don't probably know me. Um, That can be a good thing and a bad thing because then you don't have to judge me on where I have been compared to where I am now. Because your ego would probably be like, God damn, you gave up a beach house and a really good long-term marriage and dogs and a gorgeous garden, being near your family, giving up six figures a year. You gave up all that shit for a spiritual journey? Yes, I did. Guess what? Happier than I've ever fucking been. Because I stopped worrying about the fucking world around me was thinking of me because all that matters is what I think of me and I hope that someone listening to this realizes that the way you get to happiness the way you get to bliss the way you get to heaven on earth is being true to yourself like I said so The way to break this down and get to this point of not giving a fuck is to find out where 
the core wound began. And it ain't fun to do that, is it? It's more fun to look all happy, happy, joy, joy, and like you have the perfect relationship and the perfect life and the perfect house and the perfect car on Facebook. That's what's more important to most of y'all. That's why I'm not deeply concerned about how many people listen to it because this, this podcast or anything I do, because I know that the right people will listen to it. I know that the proper seeds will go into their consciousness for them to both um, choose what they want to do with that seed. They can toss it out, they can throw it in the freaking gutter, um, or they can begin watering it because that they hear some truth in my words or that it resonates with their soul. That they know, even if they're triggered by anything I've said, that our healing lies within the trigger. Our healing always lies within the things that upset us. The buttons that are pushed. And there are buttons. There are buttons. You can heal your buttons. So they're not pushed anymore. So the core wounding would be looking at your belief systems for one and yes this is extremely simplified for anchor fm okay or whatever platform you're listening to this on yes this is simplified this is a very difficult long process to go within yourself to see where you are putting yourself in a cage where are you, where you're blocking yourself from being free where you are lying to yourself about what it is you truly need for instance many i'll speak for women because i'm a woman and i have friends and boy i have a lot of my own personal experiences so usually when a woman is trying to jump into a new relationship and this goes for men too. I've seen it all the time. But I'm a woman, like I said. So I'm speaking from my own experience. It's because it's actually our inner child that was not loved and nourished emotionally in a proper way by our parents. Now I say proper way as in what would be actually healthy for you. So we seek it from outside of ourselves in relationship. And that is how we relationship hop. And that is how we end up being unfulfilled in relationship after relationship. Because it's actually your inner child which needs to be comforted. And you can do that. You can close your eyes. You can envision your inner child as far back as as possible. Um, mine is always at three years old and ask her what she needs and most of the time when my inner child is afraid or triggered she needs to be held she needs to feel safe because I lived in a household with abuse with screaming Um, I was raped in my own house in my own bedroom by someone that had married into our family 
So for me, my inner child needs to feel safe. And I can do that by visualizing her and comforting her and talking to her. That's what we, if you've ever heard about learning to parent yourself, this is what we're talking about. Let her know that you are the grown-up now, that you're the 30-year-old or the 50-year-old, and that you've got life skills now, and that, and that we're okay. You can do that. And it's a process, but give it a try. It has, um, I've done a ton of inner child work and that has been instrumental in getting me to the, I don't give a fuck what y'all think (laughs) and living my life more and more each day to its fullest. So another way to find the core wound is to, again, go back in your thought and Man, sometimes, so I didn't remember I was raped until I was 46 years old. I had a person come into my life who was like a catalyst, like through TNT on me. And I woke up to a new level of consciousness and I remembered and I had been blocking it. So a lot of people block it. And if you're blocking it and trying to live your life, you're going to be living a blocked life. Your relationships are not going to be good. Your sex life is not going to be good. You're going to have, it's going to have repercussions. Um, again, you're the one that has to do that work. And there are people to help you and hold your hand and comfort you. Um, but if you are not letting yourself be vulnerable still, You're not letting yourself be in community of people to support you. It's going to be hard. And it is hard just because you have to be real with yourself, real and raw with yourself. It all starts there. So the core wound, again, go back as far as you can remember. And maybe, uh, you know, homework would be great to sit down and write down what are the actual core wounds here? Or what are your beliefs? So here is an example from my life. My beliefs that affect my financial life as an adult have been that as a child I was raised, you have to work extremely hard and still be broke. Another financial block and wounding has been that you have to, um, oh, well, for one, we don't like rich people because they're snotty or they're this or they're that. Um, so when you have prejudices against people, then that blocks you from being like that person in your consciousness. Um, this is why (laughs) pen and paper and getting real with yourself, looking at your belief systems. So, you know, some people have it about people of other color because they had an experience where maybe... So, interestingly enough, I sit next to this gorgeous black woman. I would say she's in her late 30s. And I sit next to her in class right now. And she hates white people. So, I'm like really honored to sit next to her and work with her. And some of the exercises that we have had to do from a place of vulnerability and truth 
has shown her, and she admitted it out loud to me, that not all white people are alike. So in that class, she broke a belief. So belief systems are one area where I recommend you start really looking at what what's true and what's not true. Because we think things are true, but if you write it down and look at it, it's like, oh yeah, that ain't actually true. So another place is limitations. We are God. All right, we are God. Do you think God has limitations? Or do you think the human experience that we're having is placing the limitations? Often based on your belief systems, often based on your religious beliefs, often based on your political beliefs. So how are you limiting yourself? I want you to ask yourself that question. What places are you standing in your own way instead of surrendering to God's highest and best for you? But we forget, for one, that we're God. For two, we forget that God can do anything. Infinite possibilities when you are embodying your God self. Anything is possible. So I was sitting, having breakfast, uh, with the most amazing man that I've met in a very long time. I'll say that. Just an amazing friend, and I'm so happy that he came into my life. And... That is a gift from God. And the way I got to this place with this friend is that I had to get rid of a whole bunch of belief systems about men. I had to give up the expectation that in order to be in a fulfilling relationship, it has to be sexual of nature or that it has to be dating or that it has to be marriage or that it has to be this, that, and the other thing. When you actually come together with someone of the opposite sex in a place of unconditional love, a place of friendship, a place of intellect, a place of vulnerability. And it's possible because I have this actually with several people right now in my life. So it's totally possible. Uh, You will discover, again, freedom. Freedom from the norm. Freedom because... There's no conditions on it. It's just love. Like really simply put, it's just love. 
However they show up, I love them. However I show up, they love me. When they need support, I support them. When, when I need support, they support me. However, I want to get this in here. I don't want it to go too long. I want to get this in here. That whatever we are is what magnifies to us. Like attracts like. Okay, like, like, that is a scientific, (laughs) like attracts like. So if you are seeking a certain type of person or connection, then you have to become that person. And I know you've probably read that in books or whatever, but what it's, it's true. It's so true. I worked, I've been working on myself. I've, I've been away from my marriage and divorce now for like five years ish. We're close five years. Um, and kind of already checked out of that marriage a couple years before that. And I had a, um, unconditional love relationship. It was polyamorous with a man and a woman after the divorce and it was fantastic they were soulmates I had a lot of lessons and I'll do a I'll do a podcast or video about that probably sometime in the near future Uh, I know that polyamorous has become kind of an n-word just like spirituality has which is bullshit like (laughs) it's just bullshit how how humans label stuff but um uh and then I haven't, I haven't dated or anything. It's been years. I've been dating myself. I've been come, becoming the person that I wanted in my life. And then when the time was right, I magnified a person that ticks every freaking box for me. And it was based upon not sex. I'll just say that, not sex. And it is so good. It is so good. There's so much juiciness in it. In being friends with somebody. In connecting with somebody on the deepest level possible. Which for me is important. Um, I'm I'm apparently a sapiosexual. Meaning, um, you know, you can urban dictionary that if you want, y'all. But um, basically, I get turned on by intelligent men or women. I also am attracted to women. Um, that's something I've had to kind of look at. I never really was, I wasn't attracted to women until a few years ago. However, um, as I rise higher in my awakening, I see, I, I feel the souls of everyone, which I always have, but, uh, it's more about energy for me than what the human vestal is, whether it's a man or a woman. Um, and I've talked to other people like that too. So, you know, fuck y'all. If you don't, you know, yeah, I get it on with women sometimes. I love women. I love me. So why wouldn't I love another woman? Um, we really, so that's one of those limitations. That would be one of those limitations as to, I'm only going to love, I'm a woman, so I'm only going to love men. 
and men are like, oh, women or, or some, you know, like we really limit ourselves, the, the humans, I, I need to state that. So again, we're spiritual beings, spiritual beings love everybody. And we are attracted to everybody. It's, it's about souls and energy. It's not about the physical vessel. I guess I should just say that. So again, whatever you are. So, um, yeah, I might be considered bisexual. Yeah, I am. I'm bisexual. I love people. Um, and the importance of that is me saying, I don't give a flying fuck what you think that I can sexually love both men and women. And I don't give a flying fuck what you think about me being in a poly relationship and I don't give a flying fuck if you listen to this podcast or not (laughs) and the importance of all of that is being true to yourself that is freedom realizing you have the whole freaking universe within you that is freedom busting a fucking move on your old belief systems which are not serving you in the here and now is freedom. Letting go of the past, letting go of of the ex-wife, the ex-husband, the mother, the father that abused you, that hit you, that emotionally was mean to you, that cheated on you. Let it all go. Let it all go. You are keeping yourself in a fucking prison. You are keeping yourself in a cage of pain by reliving over and over and over, even if you're not conscious of it. Okay, if your relationships with men are not working and you're a woman, then look at your relationship with your father. Where's the wound there? If you're a man and you don't have a good relationship with your mother or you've had a whole bunch of relationships with other women, look at your relationship with your mom. That's your core wound. It's not actually that difficult when you break it down, but you got to look at it and break it down. So I hope you do. I have a prayer. Um, Okay, and here's one last thing. Is that it is your conditioning, your belief systems, which if you're triggered by me being a minister uh, who is a sexual being and talks about sexual things, and sometimes has um, sensual photos up online or that cusses like a fucking sailor. Those are all your wounds right there. That's all your wounds. That is you judging. And we only judge others how we judge ourselves. So if you have any judgment towards me, that's how you feel about yourself or it's about wounds, which you have not, um, wounds or beliefs, which you haven't busted a move on, on transmuting and transmuting, uh, is just a fancy way of saying, dropping the beliefs, dropping the beliefs. You know, we're here to be, yeah, free and to love each other and, um, and yeah, to be free and love each other. And to enjoy heaven on earth. And um, I've been through dark night of the soul and hell on earth. Until the last 
year or so. And when I got more and more in tune with my God self and that I am divine and that I am worthy of all things just because I'm here on earth without having to do anything, just accepting love for love's sake, my whole life has changed. Um, I hope you listened to episode one to tell you a little bit about my life and, you know, other episodes. I'll uh, dig a little bit deeper to share some stuff. You know, like not being able to go out of the house to get my mail from anxiety and physical pain and stuff to being someone that performs every week with a microphone and singing to people and leading groups and this and that. I I lived, you know, actually I wasn't living. I, I was in such a cage of darkness and sorrow and grief and resentment and anger from oh, almost birth until about age 48. And then I had to go through another loop of it because life is not a straight line, shall we say. It's not a straight road. All right. So this is called a prayer treatment. Um, I'm knowing all these things for you. And I thank you for being here. Um, If you are seeking more information, or assistance with any of these things on your journey, please reach out to me. I do Reiki healing. I do intuitive psychic coaching. I do card readings, all sorts of things. Or if you just need a prayer, I would be glad to do that for you. All right. Shut your eyes if you would like. And take a nice deep cleansing breath with me. Just relax. Everything's okay. Everything is always okay. Everything is in divine right order at all times. Divine God of my being, I speak forth into your presence at the center of my mind. I am one with you now and always. I am one with your perfect nature now and always. In this state of oneness, my mind is inspired and directed by your mind. My actions are your universal activity, individualized in me. I create good in my life through your creative power within me. I know good in my life through your wisdom within me. No matter how hard fought at times the game of life may be, your presence revitalizes and renews me. Surely, Goodness is with me always, as I dwell each day in the house of the Lord my mind. For this realization, I give thanks, I let it be so, and so it is. This is Arabella. Until next time, thanks for being here.